0: The Strive 2-Week Online bootcamp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, dot com, and get your mind, body, and money right welcome to money savage savage approach personal finance this is George Graubacher and the time is right welcome today's guest strong and powerful Carrie Mayo Carrie are you ready to do this
1: let's do this
0: excellent let's do this carries the owner of Mayo designs an organization providing communications and digital marketing for mission driven brands I'm excited to have you on Carrie tell us a little bit about your personal life some more about your work and why you do what you do
1: Thanks, George. So I live in the beautiful state of Maine. I actually found freedom in my life through my business, and the past year for me has been nothing short of exciting. I bought a camper van a year ago, almost to the day. I hit the road and traveled this beautiful country for six months, all while operating my seven-person marketing agency i i'm 42 years old i've raised two beautiful boys and i'm basically looking for you know the freedom to explore the next chapter of my life
0: well i think that that's 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 awesome
1: it's incredible
0: was Thank this you. something that that was sort of just always in the back of your mind um, i
1: think The seed was planted for me when I was a teenager. I can remember a friend of mine traveling, kicking and screaming across the country with his family in a camper. (laughs) And I thought that is a dream of mine. And that was at like 13. So I fast forward now 30 years. And I think in the back of my mind, I made a declaration to the universe. And then I set myself up to have a business that can work from anywhere with internet connectivity. And then I surrounded myself with a team of superheroes that can keep things running while I'm off. Um, I'm I'm marketing the business while I'm traveling. So it's mutually beneficial.
0: Yeah, uh, I I love it. So, so you sort of, you've had the seed since you were 13 years old. So it's been planted for a long time, bouncing around your head. You're like, okay, how am I going to figure this out when when you actually made the decision that okay this is something i can realistically do how 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 long did it take to sort of put all the pieces together
1: Well, there were different seasons of my life. So I go from a teenager to an early mother in in my 20s, raising my family. I hit the age of 30 and I started to see or realize that I was successful. I had what I said I wanted. I had a beautiful family. I had a business. I had a a home that I could raise them in, but I was still feeling somewhat unfulfilled. There was just something that seemed to be missing. And what I recognized was... I wanted my business to have a purpose. So I started to brainstorm with my team and said, we're gonna grow, we're serving our clients, What type of clients do we actually want to work for? And that's when the passion behind environmentalism and social responsibility really set in. Once we did that and I got clear and I started exploring what this was going to look like for the company, offloading the day-to-day tasks to the team, it freed up my time to have more of the vision for the company and then things just started to get put into place one i freed up my time two we set what our mission was and we realized that there was an opportunity for me to spread that on my trip so i used the trip to build the business and fulfill this personal goal i had
0: nice that's awesome so now looking back on this was really clarifying and crystallizing that vision that was that was pretty key
1: absolutely you know you know, working or, or spending the majority of my time in my business, I wanted to make sure I loved, love, love what I did. And I did. I love the work. I love, you know, being able to market other companies and see their vision come to fruition. But I wanted to have it be so meaningful. I wanted to make a difference. And I think that as business owners, when I start to have these conversations with my clients and people in my community, I think that's what we all want is to find purpose and meaning in the work that we do.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. So you set that and you said you've got this team of superheroes. So these are people that I'd have to assume all buy into this vision and probably now more so deeper than ever.
1: Absolutely. I think the way that I lead my team is on an individual level. We are not a corporation. We are very much family to to each other. So everybody has their own goals. And I would say from day one is if you, if I can help you reach your goals, then you're going to help me reach my goals. So I would, you know, we'll create routines in our day that support each other and we can dream about what we want our life to look like. It's so important to design your life and not just let life happen.
0: I think that that's such a, such a great message right there. And particularly now as, as so many things are sort of happening to us. So creating routines, figuring out what, what you want your life to look like. Tell me a little bit more about how how you figure that
1: out. Well, I just believe that anything is possible. You know, if the mind can see it, then we can create it. And I think your deepest heart's desires will always come out. So giving somebody the opportunity to explore what that would look like for them, that's how we talk in our team. That's how we build this culture. So I'm very much about team and support. And we do weekly stand-ups and we have fun with what we do. We just, we smile so much some days that our (laughs) cheeks hurt. (laughs) So I'll start the team off with a personal or a business best. We really get to know each other, you know, and then that definitely evolves. And then before you know it, it almost feels like we are the same person, like we as like the team collectively, we share the same interests, the things that we care about. So we just include things in the way that we meet to create that um, family culture that, yeah. that that's truly authentic.
0: Nice. And you hear about safe spaces and, you know, I'll, I don't know. I think it probably depends on what space you're in, but it certainly sounds like you've created a space where people can be authentic and really share. Okay, this is a real thing. I can really tell you. This is what I want to do. This is how I want to spend my days. This is what I want my life to look like. And if you have people all doing that, then you really can have those kinds of conversations and those interactions.
1: Exactly.
0: Nice. So, when 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 we make choices, you know, we're 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 saying yes to something and no to other things. How, and, and you obviously you're you're spending your time the way that you've decided to do that. Are there certain things that that were really hard for you to say no to and to, to stop doing?
1: Well, when I sat my team down and said, who do we want to work for? Because we're growing. And in this world of marketing, it's a very demanding industry. So in that process, the conversation would come up and say, does that mean we're going to stop serving the clients we've served for so many years? So that was what I felt like. The decision was going to have to be, if we take a step in this direction, does that mean that for the past 17 years, we no longer can do what we've always done? But what evolved in that conversation was more about, no, actually, the conversation with those clients that we currently serve is going to change. So for me, it was like, how do I, how do I do both? It doesn't have to be an and or or like either, or, you know, it can kind of be that. And, and then there were clients that I had to let go. We didn't, we weren't the right fit for anymore. So I think that's, that's the hard. That was the harder thing is, um, we're going to niche down. We're going to get really specific on the services that we offer the, how we do things. And if somebody doesn't fit into that, we got to be okay with saying we don't want that business or that business isn't right for us. And when, for so long, I was, you know, in that helter skelter approach, I would take business for anybody that needed it. But then when I really stood strong and planted ourselves in a commitment, it was more like, well, if we do say yes to that, then it might mean that we're going to miss out on another opportunity that would fit our skill set better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that that was a, not an easy, easy band-aid to rip off, for, for for lack of a better term, but I'm sure that you're wildly grateful that you did, and that's certainly a, a huge, a really one of those huge choices that you have to make. In terms of, of, of little things, are there certain, just you, you and I have the same amount of hours in the day to spend, <laughs> and the same amount of, att- well, maybe not the same amount of attention, but are there little things, like smaller things- that that, that you've stopped doing
1: i i needed to learn how to leverage and trust my team right it's that we're a small team and uh, having run it for so long wearing all the hats you know there were those moments where i'd like yeah but i can do this faster and maybe even better Mm. than handing it off and what i realized is if i can hand off 80 percent of the task and then come in and polish the final then that would give me the additional time that I needed. So I was able to say no to the things that I was so accustomed to doing. You know, when when this crisis hit and companies and clients of mine just started calling and backing out, I can remember that day I was staring in front of my computer because that's what my day looked like. I'd get up, we'd work for the full day, and now the work wasn't there, and we had to shift what our messaging was and what we were going to do for them. But the routine of sitting in front of my computer and staring at that screen changed. And I had to be okay to say, wait a minute, no, I'm going to get up from that right now because it's not serving me. And i got to clear my mind and I've got to go and spend a little bit of time, you know, in free thinking. So the little things for me is recognizing when I'm too far in the weeds and giving myself the space to step away from it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's such a valuable thing. And all too often we think that we can simply just keep working and keep working and keep working power through it when in fact it way more productive to do what you just said is to take a step back and clear your head a little bit and you'll probably find the answer better that way
1: but it was hard to do mm-hmm. um at first you know um I have you know moments of clarity and when that one came I had to listen to it I didn't just let it pass by I said there's power in silence be silent for a moment you know this is we've got I've got to you know, like um recognize that this is a crisis, and I need a moment to mourn this, and that's okay. one day is not gonna change the trajectory of my business if I just step away for one day, so giving myself you know the the do's and dos, nots the choices I'm making is putting myself first, and as a mother and as a business owner and as, as a leader of my team um I'm always giving so to make sure that I'm listening and and giving to myself first is truly the key
0: yeah yeah that is uh, a <laughs> I think intellectually people know that right it's just you just need to and and so it's 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 when you feel that you you can push back and take a step back do you schedule that I like actually make time into your calendar
1: Absolutely. In the beginning, right, to try to get a new routine, I would have these little moments of self-honoring, right? And sometimes now it it happens more frequently. But at first, there was literally a calendar. Um, I, I work on my calendar. I love alerts. I love lists. It's just who I am. And so I would put myself on the calendar and I would go make my favorite cup of tea. Something as simple as that, even if I went and sat back down in front of my computer, it was just that intentional act of making the tea that I enjoyed.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. Do you see now now, now that you've been doing this and, and, and you, you did it and now you're living it, do you see in other people common mistakes? You say, oh, you know, I, I see that person's doing that again. Or if that person could do this, they could really get it out of their own way
1: yeah if if this is a relevant way of re- responding to that question, what I see in a lot of people a lot of the times um, is when they're given a compliment, they often um, don't receive it fully. Mm. And I want to make sure that they hear the compliment and just simply be with the compliment, right? So so that's the first thing I recognize in in a mistake is the ability to receive because we're givers all day long. And I when I when I would when I would compliment my team, especially in the earlier days of onboarding them, I can recall moments and Isaiah is one on my team. And I was like, Isaiah, what a great job, you know, like and I would point out specifics of what he did. And he would be like, yeah, but I could have or what you didn't see was my struggle. And that was like a glass ceiling for me. I realized he was hitting, you know, his upper limit. And what if he just, you know, sat silently and received it? And when he did that, then the, you know, the smile lasted, and we both just got to, to be with that moment. If that makes sense.
0: I think it makes all sense in the world. Yeah, it's a maybe a feeling of of not being worthy for the compliment, or like, ah, oh, you know what, I, I got lucky, or it wasn't all me.
1: Or and, even diverting it, right, and immediately giving somebody else a compliment back, which is a natural tendency. Hmm. So I really encourage my team to just receive.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just say thank you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Nice. I love it. Well, Carrie, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them?
1: You know, I think I would like to say take the steps that you can take to become debt-free. Because the greatest gift I've given myself, which has allowed me freedom in my life in so many areas, was my commitment to look at my purchasing behavior and figure out a way to not be a prisoner to the money system. I reached a level of success and it felt like no matter what I did, I was still on this hamster wheel. So I was working to pay for the things that I had in my life and I said, I put the brakes on. And it... I wasn't in a tremendous amount of debt, but I was committed to it and dedicated to it. And it took me six years to fully become debt-free. Greatest gift I've ever given myself.
0: Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets Come on. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Music to my ears, Carrie. I think that that's, that, that's, that's excellent advice. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? How can people engage with you?
1: So Mayo Designs has a website. I invite you to go on to it. We're giving a lot of great expert insights through our blogs and articles. We also just started a monthly webinar series. I'm literally taking all the tools that we use in our customers' marketing strategies and I'm giving them to people, especially right now, and I'm walking you through the how-to guide. And it's what we do to grow our own business. It's what we do to grow our clients' business. So mayodesigns.com.
0: Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Carrie your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to mayodesigns.com. Check out all those amazing resources that Carrie is, is sharing and putting together. Thank you again, Carrie.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.